This episode is brought to you by HyperChat Social, the attorney's social media marketing agency. From branding to lead generation, we have experts specializing in all areas of digital marketing, and we're ready to help you take your practice to the next level. Contact us today at 877-359-3399 or book a free consultation online at tryhyperchat.com. That's T-R-Y-H-Y-P-E-R-C-H-A-T dot com. You are listening to the Opening Statements Podcast, brought to you by HyperChat Social, the podcast bringing you real lawyers and their real stories. I'm Laura. I'm Rebecca. And I'm producer Evan. This week, our guest is Dustin Davies, a partner at Hasty Pope Davies, a Super Lawyers Rising Star by Super Lawyers Magazine every year since 2014, and a top 40 under 40 trial lawyer in Georgia. Yeah. And today, his most prestigious honor, he joins the Opening Statements Podcast. Court is now in session. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you all for having me. I can't wait to put that on my resume now. Yeah. Right? There you go. It needs to be there. Um, So I guess just to get us right kicked out of the gate, why do you do law? What made you pick law? Too much Perry Mason and Matlock as a kid. Matlock. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I I would stay with my grandparents a lot, so that was just always on. You know, Mm -hmm. like you just – Watch Matlock over and over, you know, Perry Mason. Um, so that, that sort of hooked me, I guess. And then um, by the time I got to middle school, I never will forget this. I was in the sixth grade, and I saw this poster that said, like, what level of math you need for different careers. Okay. And it was, like, eighth grade level math for lawyer. And so I was like, boom. Sold. All right. You know, like, you know, I've been kind of debating this. Sold. I don't don't want to do any calculus or anything like that. That's really funny. That gave you that argument that we all had through high school. I'm never going to need it. I know. Right. I saw the poster in the hallway in sixth grade orientation, and I do not need it. (laughs) Not using this. Exactly right. Did you always know you wanted to do, like, the personal injury side of it, or at what point did that – where did you go to law school? So I went to Mercer. Okay. And I I did not know – what I wanted to do, um, you know, kind of thinking back to another show or movie, you know, you see a time to kill, right? You know, and you're like, man, courtroom drama, that sounds awesome. But like, man, that's also kind of scary. Um, so yeah. by the time you get into law school, everybody's going, oh, I got to get a big firm job. You know, I want to go that route, big firm. And nobody really knows what that means, I don't think. And um, so randomly, I was looking for a summer job my second year of law school and went to work for a firm in Macon that did personal injury work, mm-hmm. trial work. Great, great trial lawyers there. And so from that moment on, you know, I was like, this is what I want to do. It worked with them that summer and then through my third year. So it's all I've ever done. That's awesome. And then at what point did you join the Hasty Pope team? Right. So right out of law school, I, I moved to Savannah. Worked with a firm down there, again, doing trial work, personal injury work. I was there for a year and then made the connection with John and uh, and came up. So I've been – November will be 11 years that I've been practicing. I've been uh, working with John and Tom for 10. Wow. wow. We both were so simultaneous. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but I was – when he was, like, saying Savannah, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe I wonder if it's, like, GTLA. How did it happen? Mm-hmm. So I was expecting to hear, like – one year, two years, ten years. You earned that Davies spot on that name. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you weren't doing law, what would you be doing? Not math. Not math. No. <laughs> High school math teacher. Maybe <laughs> a surgeon. Yeah, yeah. If I could go back. <laughs> Engineering. 
I don't know, maybe lobbying or something like that. But oh. between college and law school, I worked uh, for the Georgia Secretary of State. And, you know, that was – it was something to do for a year, and I'd worked on some campaigns and stuff. So that was – like the politics were kind of interesting to me. So maybe I would have ended up doing that. Wow. What does that mean? What is lobbying? Lobbying. Is that a uh, stupid question? No. I just no. don't know. Mm-mm. I can't be the only one trying to convince politicians to, you know, do to things do for stuff? your clients, I guess. Change laws, write, write laws, oh. a certain way to benefit do your you clients. Call them and write them? Yeah, well, so, you know, like with, with, with GTLA. I was going to say, has this helped you with the GTLA? It, it, it kind of has. So with GTLA, we have a, a lobbying team. Mm. Um, political team and you know they're down at the capitol meeting with legislators talking about our issues which is solely you know we want to protect the right to a trial by jury and um our civil justice system so we've got a team down there doing that just like you know the the nursing home association you know medical association of georgia like everybody you know the peanut farmers everybody has a a a lobbying team and they kind of hang around the capitol and uh, you know, I guess go call on legislators and try to meet and greet and that sort of thing. And that is you in another life. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely blended those, I feel like. Yeah. That's a GTLA. A yeah. 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 Gives you a little bit of that. Um, all right. So thinking back, so was Macon was the first firm that you joined, correct, down in Macon? So when I was a law student, I worked with them. Yeah. Uh, Do you recall what your first case was and what that was like? No. Well, actually um, – so as a law student working at that firm, probably one of the biggest cases I remember uh, was a – it's called a dram shop case, and mm-hmm. it was against Outback. And, the uh, steakhouse? Yes. Mm. What? Yeah. And so basically the, the – and if I – it's been so long, but we represented a lady who was killed in a car uh, crash, and the person who collided with her, you know, it was alleged had been at Outback. Oh. Drinking a lot. I was wondering alcohol. how this was all right? going so, to yeah. like. She was on a ball. Come back <laughs> to the <laughs> onion ring. <laughs> yeah. It was what a bad blooming onion. onion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. So that you know there was a. I just spent a lot of time working on that case. Yeah. yeah. So dram shop means like you're suing the establishment where they were partaking in. Correct. The fun time. Right. 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 Wow. I read some blogs. I was going to come back around to that. (laughs) (laughs) Define that word. What's that? What happened? You know, I believe that case settled right before trial. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that common more often than not when you have, like, bigger names, like, Outback involved? Like, do they tend to want to settle out of? I don't know that it's more common. No. Yeah. I don't know. Now, now, when I was with that firm that summer – they tried a case in Athens, actually, and got it, and that, and they got a good verdict in that case. And it was, uh, it was not a dram shop case, but it was a guy who was driving the wrong way on the loop uh, oh. in Athens. Oh, drunk out of his mind. I was going to say, I wonder and, why. And hit somebody head <gasps> on, and so they tried that case. Uh, Caroline Harrington, she's a partner of that firm. She tried that case, did a fantastic job. So that was really one of the first trials. Uh, I got to see. That's so cool. Yeah. So when you're a law student, like, what is your role normally in those? Is it more just note taking? Is it paralegally? Like, I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, like, I, I yeah, I, there was nothing substantial on my end. You know, I I, I read depositions, mm-hmm. like did summaries of depositions, um, called witnesses, 
Okay. You know, that sort of thing. So no heavy lifting, uh, really. Uh, all the credit is <laughs> to them, not the lowly, uh, you know, guy who's just clerking from law school. Do you still eat at Outback? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Just, you know, I'm just curious if, like, a, you know, bad experience, you know. No, 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 no. It wasn't his experience. Well, yeah. that's true, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I want nothing straight here. Welcome. <laughs> so now kind of slash semi-forward, so now you're at Hasty Pope Davies. Um, so, you know, we've had an opportunity on the show to interview John, still waiting for Tom to – to come around, um, but what's it like working in a like a family office like that where you've got two brothers? You know, what's that like? Yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, and people are all people always ask you about that. Like, what's it like with John and Tom? And uh, well, the dynamics just got to be different. They're right? totally what's different. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, totally different. Um, totally different folks, and. Uh, uh, you know, so it's funny. So, like, I, I mean, I really have. Like, sometimes I'm in the middle, you know. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I really agree with Tom, but I know what you're saying, John, you know. So, uh, you know. <laughs> but, um, Do you agree with one more than another? So Tom accuses me of agreeing with John. <laughs> Which and probably I work, you know, I see John more. Right, so, you're in the you same know, location. There's probably some fairness to that, but um, – but uh, <laughs> but it funny. is you know and there it, and it's it sometimes it is just funny to watch them as brothers you know just it's that dynamic of it yeah yeah uh, you know yeah. yeah but I think that's awesome uh, you know like I have two boys and a girl mm-hmm. and you know I remember so it's boy girl boy and I remember when <clears throat> you know I, I told my wife I was like look I hope because our, our we had a boy first I was like I hope we have another boy because. Like, you know, they that's kind of cool the way they do stuff together and yeah. interact, you know. And I'm like, I, you know, I think that would be awesome because I had a sister, you know, so it's just me and my sister. So I'm like, I I want to have a boy with a brother and yeah. you know, them do that kind of thing. So I get that. <clears throat> that's fair. They yeah. didn't have a brother. I had a sister, but same same thing. Um, so you do a lot of work in the field, and I say that in quotes. What is that like? What does that mean? Sure. Um, <clears throat> so most of our cases are – car or truck wreck cases and so a lot of times you know especially if there's a tractor trailer collision you're going to want to get out there and inspect the vehicle as mm-hmm. soon as you can and you know i'm not necessarily doing the inspection you know we'll hire, hire an expert somebody to go out there and do that but you know we generally go out participate in that um if it's not a big truck wreck it's just a big wreck you know maybe we'll go out there take photos Look at the cars, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe go try to track down some witnesses. Excuse me. Uh, go track down some witnesses. So um, that's kind of, I guess, the field work. Yeah. Okay. I really don't think I knew that. Like, I would think it was, like, the insurance adjusters coming out. Like, I really don't know if I would have thought about the attorneys actually coming out into the fields right. and, and so, checking out. So a lot of the big defense firms mm-hmm. um, who represent tractor-trailer companies – They'll they'll have twenty four seven response teams. So oh. attorney gets the call in the middle of the night, and they're hey I'm going to the scene. I'm looking for an expert. You know, so they're trying to get on top of it as soon as they can. So likewise, you know, we've really we're kind of behind the ball sometimes because it's like okay somebody's injured in this wreck. They go to the hospital. They get treated. However long it takes, and yeah. then it's then like they then you. they hire us. So. We've got to catch up as much as we can. 
what do you think is the biggest thing you have to catch up on? Like, what do you what are you missing by not being able to go the same time as the adjuster? Yeah, um, sometimes uh, things can disappear, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> log books, uh, you know, because truck drivers have to keep up with their time and you know when okay. they're driving that sort. That stuff can disappear sometimes. Wow. Um, you know, sometimes the uh, a vehicle if it's and I don't know exactly, but, you know, it's like if you put it in gear and drive it, something, it can erase data or something like that. You know, and the, a lot of these trucks have black boxes, you mm-hmm. know, that you can download. Um, so there can be situations where that stuff can be lost if they don't take the truck out of service. So say the truck's in a wreck, but it's still operable. You know, if you're driving that thing around, you it can override data, you know, so you, you can miss out on some of that. I mean, oh. I feel like. There's just a lot we don't know. <laughs> I know. How has that kind of changed how you think personally, like if you've ever been in a wreck, like just your experience being in this field, how does that change, you know, if you've ever been in a car or accident? Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, like so, what would you do differently? So thankfully, I've never been in a wreck. Uh-huh. Oh, you better knock on that yes. table. Yes. Oh, real, buddy, it's yeah. It's real wood. So but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think one of the big things I would tell Anybody, you know, and I mean, we know, I mean, if you're just sitting somewhere and somebody rolls into you and there's no damage, you know, like no big deal. Right. Right. But, um, if you're in some sort of decent wreck, I mean, so many times people wait to get checked out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm not bleeding. You hear I'm not I'm not bleeding. So I'm not going to the hospital. Yeah. And nobody wants to go to the ER. Right. Yeah, no one's got time um, for that. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Far too busy to go to the yeah. ER. People can wait a week or over the weekend. Let me see how I'm doing, which is mm-hmm. totally reasonable. But, you know, fast forward two years, somebody's going to try to use that against you. You know, yeah. the, the, the defense is going to go, well, they didn't go to the ER. You know, you know, they waited all weekend. They waited a week to get treatment, something like that, right? And so it sort of comes back to bite you. But, golly, what's wrong with it's the core's light. It's the core's light. light. Yeah, I've got to switch. I've got to switch to something. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, that can be used against you. And I feel like it, you do. You hear that a lot of people, especially when it comes to getting checked out and wanting to go. I mean, we know how outrageous hospital bills can be. Like, is there anything that people you wish they would know about that? You know, because I, I think that's a lot of it. They don't want to go to the hospital to have to face a hospital bill if they're either don't find anything or they don't, yeah. you know, get anything from, a, you know, a case or they just, they don't know, you know. Right. Um, you know, I think it's, if you're not at fault, somebody else is at fault, generally, you know, you're, you're, you're not, you're probably not going to be, I mean, you're going to be out of it for that bill, but like you have the opportunity to make a claim, you know, and you assume hopefully the other person's insured, right? Right. Um, so there's, you know, insurance companies don't often challenge the hospital bill because it's mm-hmm. sort of like, this is reasonable, you're getting checked out. Now you go in there, sometimes what you see, they'll go, well, they ran too many tests on you, so we're, we're not going to pay the whole bill. We're, we're discounting that, right? Uh, sometimes they want to try that. But, you know, for the most part, hopefully if there's insurance coverage, that will cover it. So at least go get checked out. Interesting. Um, you may have something a lot of people don't often think about or know about, but on your own insurance policy, you may have something called MedPay, which is no fault. You know, like whether you cause a wreck or somebody else causes a wreck and you're hurt, if you have this MedPay benefit, 
that will you can use that toward your medical bills. Oh, so I've never heard of that. Um, Me like you hear about underinsured. This right. is different. It's different than that, yeah. Med pay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and underinsured to give that plug, underinsured motorist <laughs> coverage, you know, and John might have talked about this, but you've got to have that. Right? Yeah. Because that's there to protect you if somebody hits you and they don't have coverage. Right. Yeah. Or not enough. Every week we do this. I'm like, I need to go look at my policy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I never, <laughs> ever do. So many things from car to, like, homeowners, like, uh-huh. things that we should be for looking for. Yeah. You know, and we're, I, I think the same thing. And then I'm like, there's not a chance. I'm I have out. implemented <laughs> none of the wisdom on this podcast. I know. Podcast. We're so bad. I am a dumb, dumb man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... You obviously you can't be an experienced lawyer without picking up a few interesting cases along the way. And here at Opening Statements, we want to break them wide open. Yeah, that's right. So let's get into it. What would you say is the most interesting case or cases um, that you've worked on? Um, most interesting, this one probably had a little bit of everything. So uh, this is a case that we worked on in Florida a few years ago. And so essentially... Our um, was this one at a Longhorn or? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so our clients, uh, a dad and stepson. You know, dad's in his sixties, stepson's in his forties, right? And the whole family had gone to Florida to Disney World, but they were big motorcycle riders, so they were going to ride motorcycles home. And uh, so their stop. It starts to rain. They're on ninety five. They pull over under a. a one of the overpasses, right, to get out of the rain. There's like two other motorcycles uh, under there too, and this truck's coming along, um, tractor trailer, and loses control, and it's raining. Oh no! Loses control. Jack sort of. W- when you think of jackknife, you think of the trailer uh, yeah. swinging out, yeah. but it was really the cab swung to the left and so the, tr- oh. the tractor trailer oh. went like this into the overpass into the yeah wall. hit the wall <gasps> and hit their bikes too and just knock them i mean really far down the road how right? fast was and it going on 95 i can yeah, only imagine I mean, probably, probably yeah. 95 yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so obviously um severely injured um, and, and John and I, when, <clears throat> when, you know, he immediately went to Daytona. It, it was right outside of okay, Daytona. Okay, that's what I was going to ask him. Um, after the family contacted him. And uh, so he went down to visit with them and the wife, you know. And then a few weeks later, I went down with him. And anyways, we ended up filing a lawsuit. But to get to the point of what makes it interesting, we, um, you know, this the tractor-trailer driver, of course, he had many different stories and uh, then we found our paralegal actually the tractor trailer drivers have to be certified you know every two years to uh you know say they're physically fit and able to drive okay. the tractor trailer right hmm. and um so this guy though had certain medical conditions and he was going to have to get certified every year instead of every two years so we always request show us your driver certification your your medical exam all of that and so we get it didn't really think much about it and then our paralegal was looking at something she's like look here's this one certification for two years here's a certification for one year and so we get to comparing them and it's clear somebody has altered it. Oh. Right? And so, you know, we're going, golly, it was a 
Was it lawyers? Was it him? You know, we don't know. And so we take his deposition, and of course he's like, I don't know anything about that. You know, I didn't do that. And uh, then we go take the the actual medical examiner's deposition, who you know had signed off on it, and he's like, No, this was a one-year certification, not a two-year certification. So technically, he was not certified oh. as as fit to be driving the tractor trailer at the time of the collision. We argue all this stuff. There were other discovery issues and and things that you know we caught them in, and ultimately the judge struck their answer, meaning, uh, you know, that's like the most severe thing you can do as a sanction of, okay, because you've done such bad conduct, uh, you're not going to be able to defend the case. Uh, The plaintiff can put forth their evidence, and, you know, you can dispute the damages, but you're not going to be able to dispute liability or the fact that you caused this wreck or anything like that. Right, yeah. They're like, don't even bother. Right, right. So uh, Stay home today. What was that called? They struck, they struck, the, struck answer. the answer. Struck, struck the, answer. the answer. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the cool thing was, so we were going back and forth to Florida for depositions. We were, you know, motions, arguing this stuff. The, the brothers who own, there were actually brothers who own this company. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they were, I mean, they were really nice guys, but uh, they had no clue. I mean, they were just like, we don't know anything about this wreck. We don't want to know anything about this wreck. It's our company, yeah, but like, Whatever, we've got a manager who handles all this stuff. So it just looks so bad. And then from from that perspective, from the guy lying, the answer gets struck. So finally we were able to resolve the case. Um, it would have been a fun case to try, but, yeah. but we wow. – <laughs> Were they okay, the people who So yes, it? so the, uh, the good news is uh, they both survived – Multiple surgeries. I was gonna say, I'm yeah, I mean, the, the dad, he lost vision in one oh. eye, oh. Um, had a really severe leg injury. Um, but fortunately, you know, what we were able to do, what we were able to recover, I mean, it's, it's taking care of taking all of care those. of all of his medical needs. Um, their their home, you know, being able to to alter it so you know he can yeah. get in and out, move around, you yeah. know, bigger bathroom, that sort of thing. So. Um, it, we were able to do everything we could for them. Yeah. I think that's kind of a, an interesting thing that you may not think of, but you as the, the attorney in those cases, you're just all foreshadowing, I guess, you know, but all those additional things, like you may think you got injured, your, your back may hurt or you broke a leg, but then you're also thinking, okay, well, how does your home need to change? Like, what is your future life? Right. You know, and those are probably other just little key points when people find themselves in those situations, you know, to why it may make sense to, yeah. to actually call a professional. Yeah. <laughs> so the truck driver worked for a company. Mm-hmm. So do, do each does do, does the truck driver have to have their own insurance or are they insured through the company they drive for? Covered by the company. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So because he wasn't fit to be driving, does he hold any liability for that? Or is like that something the company should have known? Right. So sort of um, – it's sort of like we call it respondeat superior or vicarious liability where sort of uh, it's like if you're a company and you have an employee that is engaged in your business and they're using your truck and doing all this, then then you're responsible for their actions. Oh. So, um, yeah, so he didn't face like any criminal right, liability. No criminal stuff, you yeah. Know. You know, he was cited for the wreck. You know, obviously the 
violations of the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Act and rules of the road and that kind of thing, but nothing, uh, you know, no real, like, criminal yeah. sanctions or anything. Wow. So. so I know you didn't get to try the case, and they couldn't really defend the case, but so the issue is the fact that the driver was not fit to be driving, right? Or just wasn't certified. He, but he could have been yeah, so he, he had he, a, been. he had a valid, you know, commercial driver's license, yeah. but, yeah, he didn't have Medically the medical certification. Yeah, and so, you know, that was one of our angles of, like, well, he shouldn't even been driving. You know, did this, did, like, his diabetes and other medical mm-hmm. conditions, like, contribute to this somehow? You know, yeah. was he, did he have a, some medical issue? But there was also bad testimony, too, about just, you know, it's raining. He's not really adjusting his speed. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he sort of said... Look, there was this car that kept messing with me. So, you know, he's sort of, I mean, he couldn't help himself. He he just Aww. didn't really know what, you know, he was. He's trying to cover his ass the best he, he could. He, yes, ex- very well put. And so, you know, so you sort of get into that of like, yeah. oh, so really what was going on is you're paying attention to you're kind of a little bit of road rage or yeah. something saying, going yeah. on, right? With you know, so, yeah, exactly. So is there ever a time, like, and I don't know the rules around this, but like, obviously, if you're on a motorcycle and it's raining, like, it, it makes logical sense to pull over and not be in a torrential downpour on your motorcycle mm-hmm. super dangerous it's a dangerous thing to drive anyway but here nor there is there a best practice like if you are driving a motorcycle like surely is there a, a safer place to go is there ever any liability on them that they stopped on the shoulder mm-hmm. like, you know that's that's a good question because that's something we looked at you know because initially the, the defense was well i mean you know they shouldn't have been on the side of the road yeah yeah and um you know and we and i can't remember exactly what it was because we we're looking at florida law too and weird. you know something like you could pull over as long as it's reasonable you know something like i can't remember exactly but we had some concern mm-hmm. that like well maybe they shouldn't have been on the side of the road but I mean, from my perspective, and I don't know, you know, maybe a motorcyclist has a better idea, but I, I would think an overpass seems like a pretty safe place to, to be. I mean, you know, it's a heavy downpour, like it's this heavy downpour of Florida rain, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, especially you don't want to keep driving in it. Like, what do where you else do? Like, I guess, do you go? Where yeah, else? Yeah, right. Right. yeah, I mean, Should especially you if there's an exit. Like, yeah. yeah, like if there's no exits close, like, yeah. you know, like you can get in those stretches of highway where there's just. Not an exit. Exactly. Yeah, I think but I guess you overpass. didn't really have to explore much into that because. Yeah, I mean, our thought <laughs> was like sort of like, yeah. okay, in, if you want to blame them, yeah, come that's, on, good that's luck. Not gonna, that's yeah. going right. to make you look just as good as saying you were road racing with a <laughs> yeah. Miata driving down the road. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like, let's wow. not blame it on them. Okay. That is interesting. So. It was in Florida. So how did that come about? Okay. So, yeah. I So I'm licensed in Georgia and Tennessee. Okay. Um, none of us are licensed in Florida. But we uh, we can – it's called pro-hocking in. So we get a Florida lawyer who basically files the complaint with our name on it and says, mm-hmm. hey, judge, oh. we moved to have them admitted on this temporary basis for this one case. And so um, we had a great guy we were working with down there who was able to do that and then – we were able to take the lead and, and really handle the case. Gotcha. Uh, they we, were from Georgia. That's how they found Exactly. Here. Exactly. Gotcha. The family was from Georgia. So, yeah, this – and the Florida lawyer, you know, he was able to sort of help us with like, oh, okay, you know, this is the law down here or whatever, how we do things. But we were able to take all the depositions and, and push the case along ourselves. 
Cool. Gotcha. gotcha. That's an, and is that, do you, how, how do you find that Florida lawyer? You know, do you guys just have like a Rolodex of friends in every state or <laughs> are you, are you Googling attorney? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was sort of, I mean, really one of the things we did was on the GTLA listserv sort of like reach out, Hey, who, who would y'all recommend around the Daytona Beach area, right? And we got we I mean we we got several names. We looked them up, talked to several folks, and then you know just sort of who you have the best fit with, and you know you think would work well with your client and all that. Um, you know we were able to pick somebody to help us. Yeah, that's interesting. That's like another value I think of the GTLA. We were talking yeah. about it being where you can yeah. lobby for the. I'll try to say this correctly. The right to trial by jury. That's correct. But then it's also almost networking for it you is. as yeah. well yeah. with other attorneys, probably like-minded for attorneys sure. as well. It's interesting. What would you say is one way you'd like to see motor vehicle laws change? Okay. So our in Georgia, our minimum liability insurance coverage uh, so if you cause a wreck, your liability coverage is $25,000. That's the minimum. You know, I mean, you could have $2 million in coverage, but so many people have the state minimum. Yeah. And as you as you mentioned earlier, I mean, the hospital bills mm-hmm. can be $25,000, yeah. you know, I mean, pretty routine. And, and so, you know, if you're like, for example, these folks, I mean, if, you know, you have a life-altering injury, you get killed, you know, yeah. and somebody who – is it fault? Maybe they're drunk. Maybe they're DUI and all this, and they've only got $25,000 in coverage. So, you know, the biggest change I would make is raise that minimum. You know, and I, and I don't know how long that's been. It's been the minimum forever, you know. Yeah. So it's sort of like as with everything. Everything you know, goes up. Everything yeah. goes up. So um, that would be the key. Yeah. What is the difference in cost between, like, a $25,000 coverage amount and, like, a hundred thousand dollars is it nominal like a few dollars a month you know i I don't know exactly yeah it probably depends on that but i mean that's one thing you hear from folks like with 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 underinsured motors you know like sometimes people are like because you don't have to have that so people will sign off i don't want this because they're thinking oh i don't want to pay this extra money but you'll have adjusters or uh insurance agents tell you like look i mean you could have twenty five thousand dollars of coverage or you know pay I don't know, 20 more dollars a month and you could have a hundred thousand dollars in coverage. Yeah. Right. So, and again, that's there for your benefit. So, um, so yeah, I don't think it's anything too drastic. Yeah. It is interesting though, just from a consumer standpoint, cause you, you're right. I think we do get in that habit when like an insurance agent, you know, you're like, no, 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 no. I just need the basic, like, like just right. get me covered. Bare you know? minimum. And it's, I think it, it's interesting hearing that they're not just it's not just the extended warranty on your car you know it, mm-hmm. there's a reason for some of these you know the the additional amount of coverage or the underinsured you know with the med pay was right, the other one right right you know that yeah. so you should many... actually look at because i'm sure i've been guilty of being like no yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah you think like are you just trying to sell me something yeah. i don't really need you know and then the the big line is you always hear people come in and they're like oh i've got full coverage yes and it's like what what do you think full coverage what does that means? Mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I still don't know what it is, but I know this. Every time somebody <laughs> tells me they've got full coverage, they probably they got the they bare know. minimum. Yeah, it's coverage. just like bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I need to write down med pay. I, I am actually going to look. Underinsured motorist seminar. Yeah, check yeah. that out. So what is something, kind of on that note, is what is something that you think everyone should know if they get in an accident? Outside of, like, 
med pay, like oh, insurance sure. yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's really just, uh, you know, we know ourselves and like, hey, am I okay? Right? Um, sort of watch that again. I'm not saying, you know, rush to the ER or anything like that. You know, maybe you do, like, wait a few days and, and just see, you know, know your body. Because once you do, if if you decide to make a claim and you try to resolve that, I mean, that's it. You know, um, you get one bite at the apple. So, yeah. um, you know, if four months later you go, oh, my gosh, I'm still having this back pain or whatever that's shooting down my legs, um, there's nothing you can do about it if you resolve with the insurance company. So I, I would say just really, you know, take your health into consideration. What about, like, uh, if I get into a car accident, right, I, should I be taking lots of pictures of it? And is there a certain kind of picture that's better? Or you know? Yeah. Look, I think in this, you know, we're, we're always taught, like, you know, document, right? Right. And, and we all have our phones. And, of course, again, it's one of those things that's funny because, like, a defense attorney will go, like, oh, well, you were taking pictures at the scene, you know, and want to use that against you. But, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I would say yes, if you're able – Take photos, document the scene, document the vehicles, um, because sometimes that can be hard to get from the insurance company. Um, you know, so the the more info you have, the better. Yeah. Is there a difference in what you might recover? Like, should you file a suit against the person who hit you if you wait a week to go to the doctor or if you go right away? No, no. There's, I mean uh, – I don't think it affects your recovery, right? I, I think it's really a matter of um, see how I'm doing, and then you know, obviously, if, if if you're more seriously injured and you don't recover as quickly, you know, you're going to have more medical bills or more issues, more right. lost wages, that sort of thing. But like, um, you know, again, I think it's just down to you as a person. How how are you really doing? Are you able to? You know, are you okay from the wreck and just move on, or do you do you have some issues you need to follow up on? Yeah. Is there a statute of limitations on, like, how long? Yes, so two years in Georgia. So for, like, a car Whoa. wreck, you've got two years um, to resolve your claim if you choose to make a claim, and then, you know, you've got to file a lawsuit. So, okay. If you – when you say, like, resolve your claim, so think about, like, in a situation – Rebecca's driving down the road. She ruins me, and we're it would like, be the other way around. It would, <laughs> no, I am always the one getting ruined. <laughs> I hit him head on. If I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but so it's, so you know it's it's fine. You know I'm like it's no big deal. But we do we go through with getting our cars repaired through the insurance. But then I'm like, man, my back is still hurting me. Hmm. Me going and like getting my claim, you know, like my car repaired. Is that settling the claim? If no, good question. So in Georgia, you you basically got two separate claims. You've got the property damage claim, and then you've got your bodily injury claim, lost wages, pain and suffering. I got gotcha. you. So two separate. Okay. It is. It. I think that might be where you were kind of going. It could just be harder. So let's say that same thing. It's a year later, and I'm like, man, my back still hurts. Right, right. right. I'm, that's where it could get harder though to prove it came from the this accident. Back yeah, pain yeah. I mean, pain. it's like, hey, yeah. Seen a doctor or done anything, yeah. and it's like a year later, and all of a sudden you're going, "Oh my back!" Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's going to be like, really hard. Yeah, <laughs> old age. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like role playing. <laughs> Don't be following me too closely, Rebecca. Uh, but I got gotcha. you. But if I was going to a doctor the whole time, but then I'm like, "Hey, you know what? I have spent 
twenty some thousand dollars on these medical bills for my back since this accident. Can I go to the insurance? You know, and at that Absolutely. point, that's when you had the two years to be like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Is- so the, the two years, it sort of gives you that opportunity, to like, how am I doing? Get the treatment you need. You know, sort of take consideration of all the factors to and, and to try to resolve it. You know, because a lot of times, you know. You're going to make that demand. You're going to try to resolve it. Maybe there's some back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, yeah, sure, we accept what you, you want, right? So, you know, you do have some time to try to resolve it with the insurance company if you can. And if you can't, then, you know, yeah, you've got that timeline. Gotcha. So we could go to the insurance company ourselves. Tell us how hiring you helps us in that situation. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> exactly. Like, we don't wow. normally do this. I'm really curious. Plug away. Plug away. Uh, I, saw, I saw your Coors Light was empty. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Did you Did you want another one? No, 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 no. You that's, that's, that, that's right? making me. That's making me. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me thirsty. Yeah. I've got one in the same thing. <laughs> You're like I don't want to touch like it now. Up. Yeah. I keep doing that. I keep uh, this beer is not helping either. I keep backing up. I'm striking all of this. I look at like Evan to see if he heard something through the microphone <laughs> when I do like a little burp. No, generally not. No, good. Okay. I do. I look. I like lock eyes on him. Like please don't say you didn't hear that. Oh good. <laughs> I see the board light up. <laughs> I'm a pro. I got some killer processing. Uh, unwanted bodily functions I'll are say, typically uh, automatic. Out. Automatic burp detector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Since the, we're striking all of this, yeah. just am, just go into the answer. Okay. Yep. So uh, there's there's a lot that goes into uh, a claim with the insurance company, right? So it, it's. Rather than you handling it yourself, it's, it's probably better to have a lawyer because one, a lot of a lot of times people don't know is like if you're you're going to call the insurance company and say, hey, I was in this wreck, yeah, I, I went to the hospital, I've been seeing this doctor, my back hurts, my neck hurts, whatever, I've had physical therapy, you know, and they're and they're going to go, okay, sure, we'll pay you whatever, right? They'll, they'll probably make an offer, like we'll pay you twenty five hundred bucks, right? But the reality, and some people go, oh, cool, yeah, you know, sure, let me resolve it. But the reality is, it's like, oh, well, you don't. You don't know what your medical bills are, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you might have $25,000 in medical bills, right? And then the other thing is, too, for example, when you go to the hospital, you're going to probably have a bill from the hospital. But you're also going to have a separate bill from the radiologist, a separate bill yeah. from the ER physician, right? And so there's just a lot of things that people don't take into consideration. So they might go, yeah, well, I got this bill from the hospital that says it's you know, $2,000. But you're not thinking of the radiologist, the UR physicians, yeah. all, ambulance ride, you know, all this other stuff. Um, so, you know, these insurance adjusters, are they know what they're doing. They're professionals. Yeah. They're trying to resolve it for the le- less, least amount of money they can, right? And uh, so, you know, just have an attorney who knows how to maximize that value, who knows how to make sure you're getting the care you need, you know, and, and – you know, just looking out for your interests, having somebody in your corner, I think is, you know, a really good thing. Yeah. I have kind of an odd question. Before, I know we're trying to move forward, but I was thinking about this all thing, uh, all show. So you're someone who clearly deals with a lot of, like, automobiles and, and motor vehicle accidents. But, like, how much about motor vehicles and stuff do you know? Like, are you a big car guy? No, absolutely not. Interesting. What kind of yeah. car do you drive? Uh, Chevy Silverado. Oh, truck. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Yep. So no, I, I know nothing about cars. Um, no mechanic. Yeah, I have no interest in that. But, yeah. Have you? I mean, obviously, I assume you've osmosis some of it just by being right. close to it. Ah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
And he's like, oh, oh that yeah. spark plug. Look, look at <laughs> <Yeah>. that photo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That's why I'm curious. Clearly your lights weren't on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think, think you're, you know, if yeah. you were really that interested, you'd be a mechanic and not a lawyer. Yeah. At least, you know, that would be uh, like route B instead of lobbyist. more math involved, potentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like, right. rotating yeah. the right. angles. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're not doing that. Geometry was, like, way above uh-huh. eighth grade. Yes. Okay. Here at the opening statements, we not only value the stories, but we also value the lessons. And we really try to foster a good learning environment for all of our loyal fans. Um, We want to teach people the things that you can't pick up just from reading a book, but things that you actually learn by being a lawyer. Yeah. So thinking, I mean, you you shared a couple of different interesting cases from the motorcycle wreck to to even the Outback one was pretty interesting. Um, What would you say is just probably one of the most valuable things that you've learned from either of those cases? It's really, you've taken with you over the years. Very, very good. You, you, you've silenced me. I tried to like continue asking it to give you some time to think. <laughs> I was like, over. We're gonna have the to edit years this out. Yeah. Since you've been an attorney. <laughs> over the years. Um. We should play some Jeopardy music here. You know, I I don't know. I don't know if this is like a. This might sound silly. It's not. Uh, it's not the most valuable. Well, to you, it's all perception. So, so it, it may not be what you're looking for. You know, you might want something like. Oh. I. I mean, I want to be moved to tears. Or yeah, you know, exactly. That's what I'm Move looking us. for. Um, golly. Most important lessons. Um, Just one, singular, lesson. What would you tell young Dustin Davies? You had an answer. You did. Say it. You can't be embarrassed. Oh, well, yeah. yeah I mean, it's not, not your – I don't. like I said, I don't think it's what you're getting. But, you know, like a lot of times, you know, and I say I don't, I don't really know a ton about cars, but, you know, like something as simple as your tires, right? Um, you can have blowouts that cause bad wrecks, right? And a lot of times – well, not a lot of times, but um, one thing, I guess as a lawyer – and I guess this is sort of a lawyer thing and not necessarily like the general public, I guess, but like um, be aware of something like your tires, right? Don't drive around on bad tires. Don't go get your tires from some like shady place, right? Because Where they have them like stacked like 10 high exactly. in the parking lot? Yeah, yeah. Because, you oh, know. That's where I go. That's where I go. <laughs> we've seen some really horrible, uh, catastrophic wrecks due to tire failures, mm. right? And so just something as simple as that, checking your tires, making sure there's good tread, that sort of thing. Um, Because, you know, sometimes you're looking at a bad wreck and you're going, okay, is there some other reason this happened? Is there some products liability claim, right? And, um, you know, potentially did this tire manufacturer manufacture a bad tire? Right? Uh, was there some issue with the shop that put it on? Right? Did they not put it on the right way? So you're not necessarily always looking at what did the at fault driver do? Right? You're sort of like, yeah, okay, this at fault driver did, or you know, maybe it's a single car wreck. You know, vans going down the road, blow out, flips, somebody seriously injured or killed. Right? And then you're sort of going, well, why did the tire blow out? Yeah. Right? Was there some issue with that? And you can, you know, plenty of experts, that sort of thing, and, and you can sort of figure out the answer. So. I think that is a pretty valuable lesson just yeah. to to continue to, like, seek 
information and, and to, con- to continue to like look. Because I would think that, like, in a, a singular van, you know, accident, right. I'd be like, oh, well, oops. Right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 I would sure. not be thinking, oh, could it have been here. the yeah. tires? Could it have been the roadway? There you, you know? go. That's, like, that's true. There, maybe yeah. I could have. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Got me a backup plan. What would I be doing <laughs> if I was not a podcaster? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there something within, let's say, the, um, the case of the motorcycles? Is there something about that case? that you learned that you wouldn't have necessarily learned from another case? I think one thing, uh, like I mentioned, you know, our paralegal is the one who sort of pointed out the the medical exam, right? And, uh, you know, we had, I'd missed that, right? I mean, I like, you know, you sort of, you get a ton of documents, right? And so it's easy to kind of look at that and be like, oh, yeah, there's this, there's this, medical yeah. card, you know, yeah, we asked for that. There it is, you know, and not really, you know, pay attention to it. And that was a, we made, you know, that was a huge issue in the case, right? So I think that right there was just sort of like always pay attention to the minor stuff, you yeah. know, don't, don't not look at something, know every single document that you have, you know. Or get a really good paralegal. Exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, a number one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Leading into my question. Uh, <laughs> what would be, if you could give advice to an up-and-coming attorney, what would be one of the top, you know, pieces of advice you'd want to give them? Okay. Yeah. This is, this, yeah, I've sort of learned this one, right? So, um, uh don't don't stay attached to your desk. You know, like get out in the field. It's yes, no. Uh, it's it's good to um, you know. Obviously, you know, like you're a young attorney. You want to impress the folks you're working for. You want to work hard, and you know you're 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 doing that. Um, but like also, you gotta people gotta know what you do, right? Especially especially in our business, you know, like you know you. you you know, you've got to meet people. You've got to have a network. Um, you know, be involved, that sort of thing. Um, you know, because it is easy just to get get hooked on like, oh, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, and then you know, you know, people people don't know to call you when yeah. you know when, when when something happens or they need your help. So, so we know you're involved in the GTLA. What are other ways that you get involved and get yourself away from the desk? Okay, so uh, GTLA is a big one. Um, I got involved in that probably within my first year of practice and done a lot of different stuff with GTLA. John was the president last year, Mm -hmm. um, so that was was really cool to see. That was almost a full-time job for him. He he did a lot. Um, But, uh, you know, locally, um, I was in Leadership Hall County, live in Gainesville. Um, I... Coach my my son's seven year old football team. Gosh, so bless your soul. That's yeah. <laughs> that yeah. has been uh, it's been an interesting year. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. Did that's they actually catch the ball? So yeah, Rebecca's uh, like, what age does no. this happen? <laughs> asking for personal. <laughs> yeah, asking for a friend. <laughs> they do. I mean, we don't run a lot of passing plays, but we that's we'll, fair. Put one in every now and then. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have the boys, so I have no clue what you guys are talking about. We do cheer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. 
All right. So we have one final segment, um, and it is geared to put you in the hot seat a little bit, um, and we call it our closing arguments. Yes, and this week our closing arguments is the same as every week because we are creatures of habit, and so we're going to play a game of plead the fifth. Are you familiar with plead the fifth? I know yeah. what pleading the fifth is. Oh, okay. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hesitation. I was like, yeah. Did you say you're a lawyer? <laughs> Not a mathematician. Um, so we're going to ask you three hard-hitting questions. Okay. You can only plead the fifth to one of them, gotcha. which means you have to answer the others. The others. So I got to hold on to that. Hold on yeah. to that one. We're going to really throw you for a doozy here. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Where do we go? Okay, we've got a couple written down and I jotted a couple down. All right, I'll go with the first one. Um, Have you ever turned down a case just because you did not like the person? All the time. Yeah, of I course. mean, not like the person. Dang, you know, I know. It's, not, it's not that you don't like them, but you know, like sort of. Oh like, no, that's what I mean. Hey, you know, because you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're you're thinking. Uh, I guess from the get go, when I meet somebody, and you know, I'm a, I'm evaluating the case. You know, I'm thinking down the road if I'm in front of a jury trying this case. Is Jerry gonna like them? You know, I mean, can like, I argue how for much, this Jack? Yeah, like yeah. how much? How much am I gonna? You know, like. You know, I mean, there there can be very difficult people. Sometimes it's said like the the best case is, is well, I don't know, I'm probably gonna mess that up, but sometimes the best case is the one you didn't take, right? Yeah. Because you did, you know, instead of just taking the case, right, and then having to deal with headache after headache after headache, or this person who really turns out to be a liar, or you know, something like that, right? It's sort of like, eh, I got a sketchy feeling about this, or I don't really believe you, so. You know, I would just rather not go down that road, right? Okay. That was right. That was good. So That's good. I, I've, okay. I've got a question, but I have a precursory question okay. before I ask you the question. But it still counts as this one. is and one I, yeah. question. <laughs> just, just clarify. I want to make sure that my point is known ahead of time. That way you don't try and argue your way out of it. Yeah. So do you try cases with both John and Tom, or do you just do your own stuff? Yeah, no, we we all you, work together. Okay. Yeah. Which one do you prefer to work with? <laughs> I don't think Tom will ever listen. Just so you know. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> this is live live streaming in Tom's office. Yeah. Right now. yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Tom comes around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Surprise! Oh, you know, I get like hit, hit in the back of the head. Today. Oh man. Right? He's gonna have to come on in this. It's a really honor. good one. Yeah. Um, I have, well, <laughs> I have tried, John and I have tried more cases together. Diplomatic, I can tell. Yeah. Right, and I think we're probably the lobbying's coming in more handy. alike, you know, as far as that, you know, like seeing the case and, and doing things on the case. But, that said, I had a lot of fun trying it. I've, I've had, multiple times I've had a lot of fun trying cases with Tom. Did you hear Tom's more fun than John? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we Tom and I actually tried a case together in Tennessee, and it was – I mean, we, we just had fun throughout the trial because the defense attorney was this kind of goofy guy and um, would just – he thought a lot of himself, and he would just 
go on. You know, like he would just stand up and be like, Judge, I don't have any of these documents, and they, they've never produced this, and this is outrageous, and I can't believe they would try to just present these and not given them to me before. And we're like, we did. We, we gave them to you. What? Look at the discovery. And he's like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, they did. I'll withdraw I'll that, right? Uh, and uh, so I was doing the closing argument in that case, and uh, I didn't know this at the time, but after I finished the closing, Tom's like, hey, yeah, I was talking with the defense attorney um, on the break before we started the closings, and I told him, like, do you know how bad you're going to lose? Like, <laughs> you're going to lose so bad. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, you know? Like so he had this whole thing. No, I don't know. So he's just, you know, hounding this guy, right? And, and we got a great verdict, you know? He and I, like, like I said, we tried that case together. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and then, you know, Tom even, uh, I think it was like later that year, because it was Tennessee case. The guy was a big Tennessee uh, Tennessee fan, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like when Georgia played Tennessee that uh, that year, you know, Tom, Tom, like just randomly started texting me. Yeah, you know, I hadn't talked to him in months. You know, like case is over. He's been trying to start heckling the guy. You know, like about the Georgia Tennessee game. And so he texts me, and he's like, "Hey, I just sent this to this attorney," and I was like, "No way." No, no you didn't. didn't. He was like, "Yep." And <laughs> so that was funny. Old, that, yeah. So. So okay. you have fun. Yeah, you haven't answered the question. Though. No, he, I thought you said Tom. No, he said Tom's more fun. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. pick one. Tom or John. Or you can Tom leave the fifth. I thought I was going uh, to. You, no, you. you, know, you, know, you know, I got, you lawyered me. Uh, <laughs> and lawyer the lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Back to the facts. Let's go with Tom. I've got more story. I've got more funny stories. All right. All right. Cases with Tom. There we go. Yeah. This is going to be the clip we pull out oh, yeah. for, the, for the social media. Post. It's going to be edited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin, yeah. breaking news. <laughs> Justin prefers to work with Tom. <laughs> All right, well done. I, I know, would have slept the on that one. I know. I had that one written down, I too, really, Tom or John. Yeah, I really <laughs> um, thought I was going to get him. I really thought you were, too. All right. Um, what was the last trick you pulled to get out of court? You know, I don't think I pulled a trick. You never yeah. been like, look. <laughs> no, no, no. A little tummy bumble. I was going to say, like, my kid's sick. No. Because I want to go, you know, like you want to be in court. Oh, um, well, yeah, I guess if, if trial is yeah. your, your jam, yes. True. Yeah. Never? Never. I don't think so, no. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Dang. Oh. You need to add some of these questions oh. to your fact finding. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> what won't you answer? I know, right? Like, hang on, let's pull out some more of ours. Man. That was great. Yes. That was awesome. I mean,. Yeah, I really wish you would play the fifth on something. We'll, we'll get there one of these weeks. Can I go back? I'll well, you know what? We yeah. can <laughs> make me feel better. <laughs> you need to give us the questions to ask Tom when he comes on. Yes. Oh my God. Right? Like yeah. you need to give us the plead the fifth questions oh, yeah. for Tom. Yeah, like he won't even know what we're talking about. Like, yeah. were you or were you not present on the July Fourth <laughs> barbecue at Dustin's house? <laughs> 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 like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is this relevant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were talking about the law. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us oh, on this week's episode of the Opening Statements Podcast. We yeah. appreciate having you. Yes. Awesome. Um, I've enjoyed it. Awesome. Good. So you guys can check us out at Hyperchat Social on all the social medias. And just remember to give us a five-star review everywhere Hi. you get your podcast. And even if you don't get your podcast there, just go there. Give us a five-star review. Yeah, come um, on. You don't have to listen. <laughs> yeah. You like us. Come on. It's the same on all of them. I assume if you are, if you aren't listening, you're if probably you got not to this point, this part, right. Yeah. <laughs> you must like us a little bit. A little. <laughs> but we will catch you next time. Case, Case closed. closed.